Way politics. We do politics the right way, the winning way, and we leave the left way behind. Brian Kerwin here, noted political consultant from Virginia, looking at the Republican presidential primary. First of all, if you haven't done it yet, please visit rightwaypodcast.com. That's rightwaypodcast.com. Of course, all of our podcasts are archived there. Uh, you can go back into the archives and see how right we were here on Right Way Politics, where we're not just right, we're right about the right way of being right. You can visit Right Way Podcast and become a member. For only $5 a month, you can support our podcast and keep it going. We appreciate it. And looking at the New Hampshire primary, not a big surprise Donald Trump wins. He was polling at uh, 54 55, 56%. Some polls had him up up near 60, but some polls had him down at like 52. So he did wind up with 55% of the vote. Um, so he came in right where he was polling. Nikki Haley came in a little bit above. She was polling uh, mid-30s. Uh, when DeSantis dropped out, DeSantis endorsed Trump, but apparently the DeSantis voters a uh, little bit Behind that curve, uh, they seem to go for a Nikki Haley, not Donald Trump. Um, so it was a basically a nine point, uh, no, eleven point spread, um, fifty-five to forty-three, about twelve points separating the two. Roughly where polling saw them come again, uh, Donald Trump with a big victory. But when you're counting for delegates to the national convention, uh, Donald Trump picked up twelve. Nikki Haley picked up nine. So in the, the the thing about these early primaries, these are very small states with small numbers of delegates. So when you're actually counting how many delegates are available and that they're prorated, you have uh, not much moving of the needle when it comes to the delegate count. Moving ahead, we've got a couple primaries coming up. The Nevada primary is coming up on February 6th, does not seem to be contested by anybody that should come in and go out with very little fanfare. Now, everybody's looking towards South Carolina, which is near the end of February, February 24th. And this is Nikki Haley's home state, so uh, a lot of people are looking at whether or not this is going to be her make it or break it. But being with nobody really contesting Nevada and nothing happening for essentially the next three and a half weeks, until South Carolina. Uh, Nikki Haley says she's staying in until at least Super Tuesday, which is the first Tuesday in March. No reason why she should do anything else. It's not going to be that expensive to run into her home state. It's not going to be uh, that. And, and here, here's her problem. The Nikki Haley problem throughout her campaign has been she hasn't been able to define herself to Republican voters. 70% of her voters, and this matches what we saw in Iowa, are either independents or Democrats. Uh, they're never Trumpers. If it wasn't for Nikki Haley, it would be someone else, whoever happened to be the last person standing other than Trump. And in the South Carolina primary, Donald Trump's been at 
50 to 54%. Roughly, there haven't been a whole lot of polls done. The latest one is a crusher. Every poll prior to the Iowa and New Hampshire primaries, Trump has been in the low 50s. Nikki Haley has been in the low 20s. But a poll just released this week has Trump with 66% of the vote and 31% for Nikki Haley. So what does that mean? Uh, Nikki Haley's got a little bit of momentum. She's gone from about 23 to about 31. But Trump picked up big time where he's at 66% of the vote in Nikki Haley's home state. It's obviously an either or. And this is this is a crushing blow if these numbers don't change going into Super Tuesday. If two-thirds of her home state support Donald Trump over Nikki Haley, the, it, the contest is essentially over. Um, she will not compete for delegates very well in Super Tuesday. Um, so if the people who are saying, why should she stay in? She really has no reason to drop out, but it does look like it's a matter of time. And she's just hanging on, waiting for some shoe to drop, waiting for something that gets Donald Trump out of the race. And she'll be there in the lead to be able to pick up the pieces. But I guarantee you, um, <laughs> if something would happen that Donald Trump was not a candidate or Donald Trump was kept from the nomination somehow, uh, there'd be a lot more choices than Nikki Haley. So that, that for all intents and purposes, the Haley campaign is over, is slowly walking into a crushing defeat in her home state, followed by a total avalanche on Super Tuesday. Uh, but she has, she's basically run a better campaign than everyone else. Uh, I said last year when, uh, when her compatriot from South Carolina, Scott, knocked out of the race and withdrew. And she actually did way better than uh, Ron DeSantis, which is a surprise from what everybody predicted last year. She was the Ted Cruz of this election. She was the one who became the last opponent standing for Donald Trump. Really wasn't very competitive from the outset against Donald Trump. Donald Trump has always had 50% plus. Uh, now, in the latest poll, he's a 60% plus. As long as she keeps raising money, she can keep campaigning. When her base is outside the Republican Party, it's going to be a really, really difficult path for her to get anywhere near the nomination. She will collect some delegates for coming in second and coming in second and coming in second. She has uh, gotten better going from Iowa to New Hampshire. She has gotten stronger. She has solidified a vote, and it's not going to matter. And Donald Trump is going to be the Republican nominee. It's certainly not a way to get your way onto the vice presidential slot. I think Donald Trump has said he's already picked his vice presidential candidate. I think it's going to be a female governor from the South. And uh, a lot of people are following that path. In But the bottom line is that's the only mystery in Republican politics this year is who Donald Trump's running mate is going to be. It's not going to be who's going to be the nominee. That was effectively solved in Iowa and New Hampshire. Now, could Trump have had a more decisive victory? Certainly, uh, 11, 12 points is significant. 
but it's not 70-30. So, uh, so Nikki's found a way to hang on and at least make her swing through her home state. Um, can't see it lasting much longer than that. She may even drop out before Super Tuesday. I doubt she will have the money to compete seriously on Super Tuesday. Uh, but no reason for her to quit, I would think, until South Carolina is over and she makes her last stand in her home state and moves on. Uh, that's this week's follow-up on the New Hampshire primary. Looking forward to South Carolina in three and a half weeks. This is Brian Kerwin from Right Way Politics, and we hope you find your way back to Right Way Politics. <laughs>